Stacey Washington, host of Stacey on the Right here on Sirius XM's Patriot Channel. Thank you for your time tonight. Welcoming into the show, Pastor Walter B. Hoy II, founder and president of the Issues for Life Foundation. Pastor Hoy, thank you for coming on. Stacey, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So let me tell you a quick story. Pastor, sitting in church on Sunday, okay, sitting there, Mm -hmm. just minding my own Mm -hmm. business, listening to Pastor Wes talk about a trip he took to San Diego where he was a guest of Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk, who spoke at our church, I'd say it's uh, maybe three months ago. And he talked about the 50 speakers who were a part of the program. And then he puts your picture up and says one of the speakers, one of the presenters, and I was so blown away by the the statistics that he shared about birth rate and everything else. And he's just going on and on and on. I'm sitting there. I was like, I turned to my husband. I said, I know him. He's amazing. And so uh, my husband nodded. He was like, wow. So we're sitting there. And I thought, you know, how long has it been since I've even heard Pastor Hoy's voice? So I immediately on, a, on the weekend text my producer and I'm like, we have to get Pastor Hoy on. I need to talk to him immediately. So I was off yesterday with a sore throat, but I'm back and I had to have you here. So thank you for responding to our kind of short notice uh, request for you to come on. Well, Stacy, just know I only said yes because it was you. <laughs> awesome. Because you have to be still baby recuperating a little bit from that trip. So tell us first off, um, tell us a little bit about what you shared about the birth rate in general and the black birth rate in America, um, the information you shared with those pastors. We, we talked a bit about the total fertility rate, and I had found a government document dating back to the 1800s. Very rare, very difficult to find, but it's from the United States government. And it said that in 1850, the black American fertility rate was 7.9. Now, you know in order for any demographic to continue to exist, there's a replacement level fertility rate of 2.1. When 1850 was 7.9, I'm feeling pretty good. But 100 years later, we dropped down to 3.6. And then by the time 1975 arrives, two years after Roe v. Wade, we're down to 2.3, something like that. And ultimately, where we are today, We're below that 2.1 replacement rate. We're down to 1.7. So this is really the number one crisis. Black Americans are facing irreversibility when it comes to the total fertility rate. So the the idea here is that you can look at the replacement rate, and this is an issue for a lot of different uh, ethnic groups, especially uh, westernized nations in Japan. I think they're at 1.6. Um, in China, they reversed their one-child policy because their birth rate was, you know, lowering, going in the wrong direction. Um, in European nations, it's under two. It, it depends on what what country you're looking at, but they're all under two. And so these are populations of people that will cease to exist if they don't begin to reproduce or, I should say, stop aborting their offspring. Exactly. And that was the point that I was making is that, yeah, you get down to 1.3, 1.4, you're looking at it's irreversible. There's no economic model that will allow your demographic to come back. So you're, you're done. And when you take a look at abortion in the black America, you could put together heart disease, you could put together cancer, you could put together diabetes, you could throw homicide in there if you want to. And abortion alone is still more than all of those put together. It's the number one cause of death in black America. 
And so this is something that if you're if you're listening to this, you'll say, well, that's pretty terrible, but I'm not black. And the only people who can change that are black Americans. And so you might be tempted to kind of slough it off and move on to the next topic. But what we see, and I've been talking about this as long as I've been been doing these things, is that if you see a problem surface in black America, it's only a generation or two before that same problem presents itself in the larger population. So as opposed to people seeing the black community and saying, well, that's just something that happens to black people. If it's happening in the black community, it will eventually be happening to the larger, greater society, the, the population groups that are more numerous and plentiful than ourselves. So we have seen a drop in the white birth rate and also the Hispanic birth rate, although theirs is the highest, it's still the, the numbers are trending in the wrong direction. Absolutely, Stacey. I mean, I hope people are, are listening to you day and night because what you just said is so true. This is a problem that all of us have to come together and work on. We can no longer allow abortion on demand to exist. We've got to come to the point where we recognize that the child inside the womb is a living, breathing human being. So that living human being, breathing, um, you know, someone who is just yet to be born, their location is the issue, not their humanity. We're seeing now a push to um, to basically codify some of the things that Roe v. Wade was supposed to protect. Now that Roe has been remanded back to the states on Dobbs Day, we now have people kind of saying, well, in our state, we're going to we're going to make sure that we make a statement that supports abortion, like the recent ruling in Kansas City, which. The media has seized on as a victory, but it really wasn't it wasn't a victory for pro-abortion people. It was just they, they felt their their constitution had enough protection in it already and they didn't need to make a change. Are you expecting to see more of these kind of empty victories on the part of the left so that they can kind of defend their position? Yeah, unfortunately, I, I would agree with you. And I think we will see more of that. Uh, I'm out here in California. and You know, it's just ridiculous uh, out here. But I think that's what we have to look forward to. And I'm hoping that as we move forward, the pro-life movement embraces the concept of personhood. Because if personhood could be established for the child inside the womb, even Justice Blackman in his Roe v. Wade majority opinion wrote that personhood, if that was ever established, Roe would have never been passed in the first place. That's really the Achilles heel of the abortion industry. So for people like yourself, you and your wife have been working for a a very long time to protect the lives of unborn babies, regardless of their ethnic background. It's about if you're if you're unborn, you're still a person, you're still a life that um, is deserving of protection. And so Issues for Life is your foundation. And I wanted to make sure that you tell everybody what Issues for Life does, what what is what the point of it is and how they can find out more. Oh, my goodness. Our website is www.issues, and that's plural, the number four, life, L-I-F-E, dot O-R-G. And the Issue of Life Foundation is dedicated to reaching black leadership with the pro-life message. And we just have so many ways of doing it. It's allowed us to be highly effective in our efforts. So one of the things that you've done is you've taken the pro-life issue and you've presented it with statistics, you've taken uh, bioethical issues impacting humanity, and you've elevated those to a place where people can understand them and then converse about them. And you've made 
um, events and and you have a library of information. So you're you're basically a resource that people can utilize in making the pro-life argument. Yes, we are. And additionally, we, we have what is called a modern day underground railroad where there are pastors that are always they're on our side, but they don't know how to communicate that message without being fired. You know, in the Protestant church, that's an issue. You can be voted out of office. We, we take these pastors and his wife. If his wife can't come, he can't come. We take them to a secret location. We hold them for four days, and we pour into them what couldn't be done otherwise. And then we allow them to go back, and they get to implement pro-life policy procedures and programs in their own congregation. So if you could have your way, and because there's a lot of people listening who would think, okay, well, how can I help? Or what, what would what would Pastor Hoy say is the best thing I can do? Give us the top three things you feel like we, we should do to, to to promote the life issue and to support those who are working uh, towards that. Well, n- number one, the full life movement needs to rethink personhood. We, we, I love instrumental strategies are good. They're great for raising money. The personhood, if that was ever established, that would end. That would stop it right there. So we, I would love to see us re-embrace personhood put there at the top of the list. I, I would like to see more support come towards black pro-life organizations because truly it's our voice, Stacey, your voice, my voice, that's really heard the best and has the best chance of communicating truth and being received in, in the black community. I would really love to see that happen. And then finally, if I had anything to say about it, your radio program would go to the top. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> and and I'll, I'm right there with you. Um, I, so I, I have to say, um, when I heard that you were speaking to those pastors in San Diego, um, charging them up and preparing them to spread the message to their congregations, I couldn't have been happier because I feel like you know, the, the moment is now. The remanding of Roe back to the states means the battle has now arrived in our hometowns. It's arrived in our churches, our schools. It's been there, but people have always seen abortion as a federal issue because of the Constitution and the Supreme Court. And now it's seen as a state-by-state issue where we can fight and we can win at the local level. So I'm so glad you were a part of that lineup and I, I feel so privileged that you were speaking to my pastor and he was so fired up about it. I mean, he was just, he was, he lit that pulpit. I was like, look at him. He, something happened. And part of that something was you. So thank you so much to you and your wife for the work that you do at Issues for Life Foundation and for joining me tonight on the show. God bless you. And we'll be praying for you and your family. Thank you so much, sir. It's really great to talk to you again. Pastor Walter B. Hoy, founder and president of the Issues for Life Foundation. The website is issues, the number four, life, issuesforlife.org, issuesforlife.org.